<clears throat> Good morning. My name is Dwayne Spearman, and this is Directional Bible Ministries. Uh, today is July the 8th. <clears throat> We're going to continue our study in Acts um, chapter number 10 today. Acts chapter number 10. Um, hope you're doing well. I'm going to pull up some, uh, some of my notes here and see what we got. Acts chapter number 10. Last time we were together, we, um, we got into the chapter, and you'll remember this is where Peter meets Cornelius. Um, in verse number one, uh, we were introduced to Cornelius. He was a centurion of what was called the Italian band. He was a devout man, one that feared God. And he saw this vision. An angel of God came into him and said, Cornelius. And when he looked up, he said, what is it, Lord? And he said, your prayers are answered. Uh, I want you to send for one Simon. Um, um, well, he, Simon, one who is certain, his name is Simon, surname Peter. He is staying at the home of Simon the Tanner. And um, so you need to send for him to Joppa. And then in verse number nine, on the morrow, as they went on their journey and drew nigh to the city, Peter was up on top of the house and uh, Simon the Tanner's house. And he also receives a vision. He's hungry. <laughs> he's praying, but he's hungry. And the heavens open and he, this vessel descends. Uh, and of course, it was a sheet with four corners let down to the earth. And there was all mannered four-footed beast. Uh, wild beasts, creeping things, fowls of the air. Some of these were clean. Some of these were unclean. And the voice says, rise and eat. And of course, Peter, being a good uh, kosher uh, Jew, um, said, not so, not so, Lord, for I've never eaten anything that is common or unclean. Uh, and then, of course, it came to him twice, and then it came to him three times. Um, and then... Uh, while Peter doubted in himself in verse number 17 what this vision should mean, men which were sent from Cornelius had made inquiry at Simon's house and stood before the gate. And, and of course, they called for Simon, who was surnamed Peter. And uh, so while Peter is thinking about the vision, uh, the voice said, Arise, therefore, get thee down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Now we pick up in verse number 21 today. Let's look at our notes here. In verse number 21, uh, Then Peter went down to the men which were sent unto him from Cornelius and said, Behold, I am him whom ye seek. What is the cause wherefore ye are come? And they said, Cornelius the centurion is a just man, one that fears God and of a good report among all the nation of the Jews, was warned from God by a holy angel to send for thee, into his house and to hear words of thee. Then called he them in and lodged them. And on the morrow, Peter went away with them. A certain brethren from Joppa accompanied them. So <clears throat> even though Peter still obviously is totally confused, he's obedient and he goes with these messengers from Cornelius. And then in verse number 24, and on the morrow, after they entered into Caesarea, and Cornelius waited for them, he had called together his kinsmen and near friends. 
And Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him, fell down at his feet, and worshipped him. But Peter took him up and said, Stand up, I myself am also a man. So, in preparation for Peter's arrival, Cornelius called his kinsfolk and some close friends. Now, the fact that Cornelius tried to worship him speaks volumes of his spiritual state. And as we mentioned, uh, Cornelius was a Gentile. He was not a Jew. He was not even a proselyte. Um, he was a Gentile. Uh, obviously, he was going to become a proselyte. And, uh, and as I've already mentioned, we'll continue to do so. This is not, uh, Cornelius is not the first Christian um, he is a Jewish proselyte who is going to respond to the kingdom gospel. And of course, the first pope here didn't allow him to be worshipped. <laughs> that would come later. Uh, Peter was not the first pope. And of course, those who teach that he is are not rightly dividing the book of Acts. Peter has nothing to do with the body of Christ and those who would say so, again, are not rightly dividing uh, the book of Acts. Now look in verse 27. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many that were come together. And he said unto them, Ye know how that it is unlawful thing for a man that is a Jew to keep company, or to come into one, unto one of another nation. But God hath showed me that I should not call any man common or unclean. And of course, Peter's referring back to the vision that he saw on the rooftop. Therefore, in lieu of that, came I unto you without gainsaying, as soon as I was sent for, I asked therefore for what intent ye have sent for me. So Peter here, Peter recounts why he's there and wants to know why he is being called for. Interestingly, Peter points to the law uh, to say that the Jews should not keep company with the Gentile. But the interesting thing is, from what I can see, the Torah never specifically forbade uh, Jews from keeping company with the Gentiles. Um, instead, I think Peter is most likely referring to the rabbinical teachings of the day. Um, um, or he may be, I, I don't think so, but some would say he may be referring to Jesus's command that they not go to the Gentiles with the gospel of the kingdom. Uh, but it's probably the former because the Lord didn't say don't hang out with Gentiles. He did say don't take the gospel of the kingdom to the Gentiles, but he never told them not to hang out with Gentiles. Um, of course, Jews had problems eating with Gentiles, partaking, because that was a, an act of becoming one. They didn't do that. But again, um, notice he says, I came without gainsaying. That word gain, gainsaying there means I came promptly. In other words, I didn't fight it. As soon as Simon's, me uh, as soon as Cornelius's messenger showed up at my home, I, I promptly left with him and came to you. Um, now, no doubt, as you're, as we're studying through the book of Acts together, and we've seen this, um, there's a transition taking place. Bear in mind, we are all the way in chapter number 10, and we just have not seen Gentiles yet. 
Um, so there is a transition taking place that began in chapter number nine with the conversion of Saul. And of course, we know in chapter number nine, it says that he was going to go to the Gentiles, kings and to Jews. Um, then we come into chapter number 10 here, Cornelius, a Gentile. Um, and then we're going to see that Peter's going to return to the church in Jerusalem. And he's going to report that Gentiles have received the word of God. And as we've worked our way through the Acts, when it says the word, the word of God, the word of God was in regards to who the Messiah is. A belief in the Messiah, that he was the one that would come. Uh, it is the kingdom gospel. Those who received the word repented and were baptized. Um, then uh, the, they're going to send Barnabas, the church at Jerusalem. And again, this is a transition that's taking place. They're going to send Barnabas to Antioch to find Paul. Okay, and then Barnabas, he's going to go to Antioch. And you remember in Antioch, that's where they were first called Christians. Uh, so then in, when he finds Paul, um, in, um, then in chapters 13 and 14, we have the missionary journeys of Paul and Barnabas. Um, and then finally in chapter number 15, those two guys are going to end up back in Jerusalem before the Jerusalem council explaining God's continued work among the Gentiles through the gospel of grace. And of course, there's going to be an agreement made that Paul and Barnabas can continue their ministry uh, to the uncircumcised and the apostles in Jerusalem would continue their ministry to the circumcised. So there's a transition from chapter nine through chapter number 15. There's a transition. And that's why uh, the position that I take, the position that I am teaching is called the mid-Acts position. That the, the body of Christ, the church that you and I are a part of, came about between Acts 9 and some would say chapter number 13. Um, but still, it's in the middle of Acts. It's not in Acts chapter number two is the point. Um, so um, then notice he says, I asked therefore for what intent ye have sent me. So now here's Peter. Peter is still very much out of his element. He is totally confused as to what is going on. The sheet blew him away. But he still doesn't understand totally what's happening. All he knows is now there's a Gentile. Uh, he's been sent to a Gentile's home. Okay. In other words, the preaching of the gospel was not in Peter's mind at this point. He is clueless um, because everything that Peter had been taught uh, in the in the years that he was under Jesus's tutelage, if you will, was the kingdom gospel was only to go to the nation of Israel, not to the Gentiles. Now, all of a sudden, Cornelius has a vision, call for Peter. Peter has a vision, go to Cornelius. Peter still does not know why he's there because 
I ask therefore, for what intent have ye sent me? What do you want? Why am I here? Okay. And, and then in verse number 33, um, we're going to see the dialogue take place here. Notice, and Cornelius said, four days ago, I was fasting until this hour. And at the ninth hour, I prayed in my house and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, thy, thy prayer is heard. Thy alms are had in remembrance in the sight of God. Send therefore to Joppa and call hither Simon, whose surname is Peter. He is lodged in the house of one Simon, a tanner by the seaside, who when he cometh shall speak unto thee. And immediately, therefore, I sent to thee, and thou hast well done that thou art come. Now, therefore, we are all here present before God to hear all things which are commanded thee of God. Okay, so now Cornelius explains that he is in the dark as well. <laughs> and was only being obedient just like Peter was obedient. In other words, Cornelius is saying, I was obedient to that man in the bright clothing and that Peter was supposed to tell me. Now, the text here in verse 33 doesn't say this, but if you remember up in verse number six, the angel told him, he will tell thee what thou oughtest to do. So Simon here is saying, Peter asked, why am I here? Simon answers and says, you're here because you're supposed to tell me what I'm supposed to do. Uh, we are all present before God to hear all the things that are commanded thee of God. And then in verse number 34, and Peter opened his mouth and said, of a truth I perceive that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted of him. So in closing for today, now Peter is putting it all together. The vision plus Cornelius equals gospel. So Peter is putting it together here that God is sending him to give the gospel to this Gentile. And bear in mind, this gospel, many, 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 and I did for years, will say that at this point, Peter was the first Gentile, not Peter, but Cornelius was the first Gentile Christian. However, as we work our way through the remainder of chapter number 10, the content of Peter's message simply does not bear that out. The content of Peter's message is still kingdom. It is not the gospel of grace. So tomorrow, uh, we'll get down into verse number 36 and 37. So um, God bless you guys. I hope that you have a great day. Uh, remember, always God loves you, wants the best for you. And he's working all things out for your good.